fun. Welcome to St. Augustine this evening, the Mike Davis Show. It's Monday, July the 10th. Woo! And that was close. We're here. We're here. We have all kinds of new stuff in the studio. Is that mm -hmm. like a hooded camera up there? That is a teleprompter. Oh, what? That I don't know how to use yet. And so that's not something that we have available to us. I cannot wait. We'll get the teleprompter. <laughs> Probably like in six months. Oh, uh, we're behind on everything. I know. We're like the we're like <laughs> the schools in Southern St. John's County. Mm -hmm. And the morning shows like the schools in northern St. John's County with all the new high tech. Stuff. So I'll say we're either behind on everything or it gets installed after the afternoon show. And then we're the ones that get to play with it for the first we're time. We're the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I 100 <laughs> agree with that. So yes. I'll text Clay and be like, what's going on with this? And he'll be like, uh, that's there. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> there was a text stream before, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And just so Pete knows how desperate I was to help Amanda, mm -hmm. I did something that no man ever does. First time, history of the world. I found the box that the monitor came in. Mm -hmm. I opened the box <laughs> up and I drug out the instructions yep. and I read them. Mm -hmm. I didn't know those things could be helpful, but yep. apparently they could be. But yeah, Amanda yep. diagnosed the entire problem, though, all by herself. <laughs> It was a really simple it's problem. A simple problem. It wasn't plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. So we had no the power. The cord really looked like it was in the direction of the plug. Did it really? It did. I thought Pete reached down and plugged it in when I was here with him and helping I to did set up. Try and pull the cord and it didn't come. So I was like, all right, well, it's plugged in. Okay. You know, you get a little gentle yank. I, I, I just would have plugged it in. <laughs> I didn't see it yet. That's okay. I didn't see it yet. Ah, all right. We have ads to do. Okay. All right. So let's do some ads and we got some sharing to do and we got to get out on Facebook and we got to see how many amazing people are listening to us because there's a lot of you out there and we greatly mm -hmm. appreciate you all. And we hope that you had a wonderful weekend and we're going to give you an update on uh, our weekend. I had a lot of fun traveling this weekend. So I have all kinds of updates for you from travel. So hello, Bobby, Robin, and Barbara Jean. Barbara Jean. Yeah. Okay. A to Z. They've been serving St. John's County for over 25 years. <laughs> I was going to say 25, but that's the next one. They offer painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties up to 25 years. And they have shingle roofs with warranties up to 50 years. A to Z also installs tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, designer roofing, and flat roof coverings. You can go to their website, a to Z roofing and waterproofing.com. See all kinds of pictures. Uh, give Chuck and his staff a call. They're absolutely amazing folks. They do a great job at waterproofing and roofing. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you got? All right, I've got opening their doors in 2008. Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods like the one we had in my backyard today, hail and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of our core values, says owner Ashley Casey. We pride ourselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help our clients meet their insurance needs. We truly enjoy the relationships we have forged, and the office has a real love for St. Augustine, which inspires all of us to do our best. So for all of your insurance needs, reach out to 
Brightway Insurance, the KC Agency. They're going to look out for you. We also have Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. Their dedication to customer service has been evident in everything that they do. For the 36 years that they've been in business, they are locally owned. And so you know from the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home, they are working to make you comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. With their fleet of 10 plus trucks, 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment. We are ready to serve you around the clock, they say. They service all heating and air conditioning brands. They are open in their emergency services seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights, weekends, and holidays. Give them a call. Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. All right, and Carmelo's Pizzeria. It's locally owned and operated by the Tringali family. They've been voted the best pizza for nine years in a row. They also serve a New York-style brick oven pizza. They got salads, subs, wings, and so much more. You can do dine-in, takeout, or delivery through both Bite Squad and Grubhub and the Tringali family and all of their staff would like to thank you for their business. Great place. And if you don't want the pizza there, go down the street to the 123 Burger House. Mm -hmm. Get an amazing burger and all kinds of other things, including a sandwich, which is really good. Really, really good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... We got the technology stuff. We survived. Well, disclaimer, the internet's supposed to get cut off to this location at some point this evening. So if we suddenly go black, it's not my fault. I didn't do that one. No, it's not. If we suddenly go black, <laughs> it, is, it is strictly the internet provider yes. uh, that did warn us that that might happen. But, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't take that warning to heart. So we did the show anyway. Yeah, we're here. And Barbara Jean, <laughs> I have asked for directions a lot of times in my lifetime. It's just know. sometimes it's just easier. Now, I'll also admit there are times I could ask for directions, but I just have a lot of fun figuring it out on my own. And so I've just done that. And I'll give you the figure it out on your own story. Okay. All right. So we went to uh, the Rays uh, Braves game. The Braves were in St. Pete mm-hmm. playing the Tampa Bay Rays on Saturday night. We go down there. Hey, our priest was there too. Yep. Darcy's got the ticket. She's got everything. It was sold out. Yeah. It was, it was a good game. Um in Atlanta one, which made an even better game for me as an Atlanta Braves fan. So, yeah. and I, I like the race too, but uh, Darcy had gotten the tickets, but no parking. So oh, no. we're driving over from Tampa to St. Pete and she's online and she says, well, we can get parking, but it's like 75 to 95 bucks. Yeah. Depending which lot you want to be in. I'm yeah. like, nah, we're just not going to do that. We're just going to wing this. And we'll figure it out. There'll be, I know my friends uh, who live down in Tampa said, hey, parking's a lot harder now. You really need to be mm-hmm. in one of the lots. I'm like, no, we're just going to wing this. Okay. So we were told of a restaurant, and I'm not going to name the restaurant because it's now my secret place to go. All right. And we get close to the stadium. I see a sign at the parking lot for this restaurant, $30 parking. Mm-hmm. So I pull into the parking lot. The guy says, yeah, I only got one more left right here. And mm-hmm. I park there. And then he squeezes somebody in next to me on the other side. Yeah. And I... And we can stay in this lot all night. Nice. They've got all kinds of things after the um, the game. It's mm-hmm. it's great. So I'm like, okay, perfect. We're here. This is going to work for us. So we go off. We get a couple of drinks. We go in the stadium. We watch the game. We're leaving. Um, to figure out where we got to go to get back to our car. Get back there. Mm-hmm. Um, get in the car. And I'm out of downtown St. Pete in literally 10 minutes. 12 That's minutes. amazing. Because you pay to park in those parking lots and you're stuck forever. We were stuck for like three hours after a Yankees game once. It was insane. Did you? Where did you go to watch the Yankees game? At the Tampa Bay. At the Tampa Bay yeah. and St. Pete. And so we paid to park. So I, we paid the expense of parking. I will give you and then the we were stuck secret forever. parking location after the show. All right. 
I will. I'm going to write it down <laughs> to give you the secret. Part. But it was, it was great. I will say the Rays Stadium. Um, I I can see why people are clamoring for a new stadium. First of all, mm-hmm. the Rays have a very good team. Mm-hmm. They're best in the American League. The Braves are the best in the National League. The Braves took two out of three from the Rays, but it was it, it was really fun to be there. But there's no big jumbotron. There's no yeah. way to watch the replay. They they ran very few replays during the game. So you actually have to pay attention to the game. Yeah. You've got to watch what's going on in the game. You go to Atlanta. And, it's a trade-off for me. It's air-conditioned. It is air conditioning. It's not going <laughs> to rain. It's not going to be blazing hot. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, it was It was really funny. Uh, Spencer Strider had a great game. Mm-hmm. Struck out 11. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny. There was a Rays fan and a Braves fan in front of us, and they were going back and forth talking about their teams and their love for their teams <laughs> and baseball. And the Rays fans is all, this is when Strider had like three strikeouts. Yeah. And one of the Rays' best hitters was up at the plate. And it's like, oh, there, and there were, there were guys on base. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's going to pitch around him. He's afraid to throw to him. And the Braves fan, that's Spencer Strider. He's not afraid of anybody. <laughs> 98 mile an hour fastball, 98 mile an hour fastball, 98 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. Struck him out. He was just getting started. He had a great game. Good really, job. really fun to go watch. But yeah. So big, big fan of that. And it was fun to be able to see Braves baseball. Without going all Up the close way and to, personal. yeah, without going to Atlanta, and the and I've heard the new stadium in Atlanta is amazing. Yeah, maybe maybe not get a chance to get up there before the season's but over. Is but it air conditioned? No, it's outside. <laughs> and it's hot. It's in hot Nature. It's hot. But yeah, but there are a lot of cool places around there. Um, a bartender of the year. Yeah. Uh, walked into uh, one restaurant. Had like I don't know. There must have been six hundred people. I don't. I don't know how the fire marshal did not go into this restaurant. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say. But anyway, we walked down the street to another bar. And it was more of a straight-up bar, not a, a place to get food as well. And one waitress, and I think the bar was probably 30 or 40 feet long. Wow. And it wasn't like three deep at the bar. It was mm-hmm. enough people in there. But the fact that she had to work the entire bar all by herself. That's a lot. And quickly as she was talking, I said, well, you're just amazing working this all by yourself. And she says, uh, yeah, well, tomorrow will be worse. Because they don't put on a second bartender till like 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Eesh. And so I guess for the late night drinking that goes on until 2 or 3 a.m., whatever that is in, in St. Pete, she says, I'll have the pregame because it's a one one fifteen game, and then I'll have the postgame all by myself too. Ugh. And then help. But she was making bank, I will tell you that. Yeah. She was working and That's people why were giving there. her tips, and she was making bank. So, yes, that was it. And I hope that people identified that she was way overwhelmed and gave her a little bit of grace and gave her lots of tips anyway. Yeah, Darcy was going to order a, a margarita, and she looked mm-hmm. at how hard she was working. She's like, I do not want her to have to slow down to make that. I'll just do a beer. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was happy they had really good bourbon there. So Yeah. I was fine. <laughs> I was good. It's a little bit of ice, throw that in a, cup, yeah. in a can, in a, in, a, in a cup, and I'm good to go. Okay. So today we got five questions. Five questions. We have all kinds of other news that's out there. All right. All right. So, and, and some of you guys online chime in if you want to hear uh, one of these stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got. Because I never pick them in the order he wants me to. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. And if you have a story, you can just throw it in there. I know. So, uh, which you're like, I don't have a story. Thank goodness. I didn't research. <laughs> I work a lot. I've been working all day. You, you, you do work a lot. I come, I take a break from work yeah. to come here to work. So that I can drive back home and start working again. Yes. And this is me relaxing after work. Uh huh. This is me walking down the stairs and going, eh, I got an hour to talk to Amanda and everyone else out there. So, all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you tell me that actually, even, yeah, I ask for directions all the time. I have mm-hmm. no problem. 
Yeah. I don't. I'm not. But there are times I will look at people and go, I could ask, but I'm not going to. But you got to remember, Barbara Jean, I go some places that are pretty remote. Yeah. And sometimes it's just better to walk up to somebody who's been there. Hey, have you been here? Can you, know, you have any directions or any yeah. ideas? So has asking for directions or printing out? Because, I mean, I feel like you don't even really have to ask for directions these days if it's a populated area because you just have a phone. Yeah. You only have to ask for directions if your phone's dead. But back in the days of MapQuest and when um, the iPhone kind of tanked Google Maps and MapQuest and started with Apple Maps. Yes, Bobby, hang in there. (laughs) Yes. Then, you know, there was some sketch directions. And so back in the early days, I printed out the instructions from MapQuest the like six page instructions to get to my grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. I staple them. I've got them all in order. I'm good. They sent me down a neighborhood. They turned me off of the road that I was supposed to be on, sent me down a neighborhood. I finally had to stop at a police station Mm -hmm. that there was like a substation, like deep into this neighborhood. And they're like, Oh, you printed out the map quest instructions. (laughs) There is a typo. Disregard that step. And so I never had to make a turn. They sent me down a rabbit hole Mm -hmm. to get lost. Mm -hmm. And so I just had to backtrack. And then I just always crossed that. I crossed it out and then never. I didn't reprint the instructions. I just never followed that step again. (laughs) Well, I I, I have been drugged all over the place by MapQuest. Mm -hmm. But I'm also one of those guys that I'll look at a map and I can kind of memorize it. And I know where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I've taken us on some crazy, hey, if we take this road, yeah. we'll go over this mountain and we'll mm-hmm. go through this tunnel and then we'll come down this really winding, narrow road yeah. and we'll end up right here. And we have, but yeah. boy, the adventures of driving that road. Oh, yeah. yeah. we. I always had an Atlas in my car until probably about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what year it was, but there was the year that there were all the fires and 95 kept getting shut down because there was all these brush fires and we were headed down to Orlando and we get shut down. It's before we have iPhones. So, and we don't have a nav system. And so I pull out my Atlas and we realize, okay, this is the exit. That's right. If we exit here, we can go on this street, which will take us to this street. And we ended up taking a very lovely and scenic drive down back roads that got us to Orlando in decent time. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yep. But it's, you just have to plot the course on the Atlas like a pirate. <laughs> I, I love maps. I love yeah. the maps. Okay. I love maps too. All right. So you're going to pick the wrong story. So pick whichever one I. you want anyway. Uh-huh. All right. What's my line? Uh-huh. Uh, God's handwriting question mark. Surfing is illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, brain control, mm-hmm. not in the fine print, and party unity. Um, God's handwriting. God's handwriting. Okay. <laughs> I found that this was pretty interesting. Okay. So um, there is going to be... I figured this is not the stripper story. No, this is not. God's <laughs> handwriting God. <laughs> is not a story involved. Those of you that are out there that wanted that story first, Amanda made sure you had to wait. I didn't think that that was going to be no. like a euphemism for a tramp stamp. No. No, it's really not. It's not. So there is going to be um, two eclipses this mm-hmm. year over the United States. Okay. That will pretty much go coast to coast, which is rare That's cool. when that happens. Uh-huh. Okay. But there's a lot of people that are trying to draw out of it biblical references. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So I, I'm reading the story. It was the year that had the four blood moons and books yes. were written and movies were written. Yeah. So actually, this is, I'm sorry, this is in 2024, right? So mm-hmm. on April 8th, 2024, uh, the great American eclipse will, will um, make headlines all over the planet. The path of the eclipse will go over Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. All right. Florida's not in there. Thank you very much. Uh, but if Rude. you plot the paths of the 2017 eclipse and the 2024 eclipse on the same map, you will clearly see that there is a massive X right over the heartland of the country. Oh, no. I was wondering what was there. <laughs> if there's some like town or something, right? And there has got to be a town because it's right in the crosshairs of both. Well, to quote Indiana Jones, X never, ever, ever marks the spot. And well, then it immediately marks the spot in the movie. If you know which movie I'm referencing. It's better. So this guy got shivers up and down the spine looking at that at the 2017, 2023, and 2024 solar eclipses, that God's signature and alpha, I'm not sure God signs everything alpha. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of just the first letter in our alphabet, and I don't, you know. Well, there's the I kinda get, verse, I'm the alpha and the omega. I, I get that, but we mm-hmm. made up the alpha. Okay. Right, but anyway, there's a giant A over the United States. There is? Which I thought was... I now own the United States, or I will. Amanda has signed the United States. Her signature (laughs) is on it. Of course, there's all these, this means the end time is coming. Uh Which I'm like, well, that definitely means the end time is not coming. Mm -hmm. Because he said no one would know. It also looks a little like an anarchist symbol. It does. Yeah. It does. I'm not going to. ain't good. (laughs) No, that's not good either. That's 100% not good. But anyway, if you look up the story, you'll see the map. There's, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. I mean. It's going to let people talk all about it, but it's, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. It'll give people something but to make YouTube videos if about. If the world didn't end when the Mayan calendar ended, this is not going to do it. <laughs> really? It's just, that's just not going to be good enough <laughs> to do it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The Sean Connery movie, Amanda? I don't get Apocalypto? the reference. Apocalypto? Huh? Oh, yeah. The um, Indiana Gibson. Jones movie with oh, yeah. Sean Connery. The final crusade. The final the, the crusade. Last crusade. The last the crusade. crusade. That wasn't it. the last crusade. That wasn't. It turned out it wasn't. Yeah. It should have been. That's where it ended for me. I I saw Crystal Skull and was like, nope, nope. Downloading that, deleting it from my memory banks. That doesn't exist. And I'm not going to see this one either. I got mad at the Crystal Skull when they were in the, the nuclear test. Mm-hmm. And he jumps in the refrigerator. Yeah. I'm like... Remember what the guys looked like at the end of the first Indiana Jones movie? Because that's what he would have looked like. So, yeah, yeah I was like, no, nah, I'm not Mythbusters um, yeah. busted the myth that the refrigerator will save you from gunfire and nuclear tests and all of the things. That won't. Yeah. It will not. And you cannot jump through walls either. I just want you to mm-hmm. know. And crawling on top of a ceiling grid mm-hmm. ain't going to happen either. And going through air ducts. Yeah, that's not Sorry, a good Sorry, Bruce Willis. No. It's a great scene, though. It was a great one scene. of the best movies ever. Die Hard. There's a fantastic DIY to make a Christmas ornament for your tree. <laughs> one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It's right up there with "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah, it is. There is. Um, there's an Yippee Kaye. I'm you're you're setting me up to say the next part. And I'm not because <laughs> my mom's watching, and our priest watches the show, yeah. and I'm not going to say the F word on your show. Do not say that where I wasn't. I was just simply saying, Yippee-ki-yay. He said it in the movie. Mm-hmm. I know where to stop. Uh-huh. I know the thresholds that are what we got. Oh, by the way, Zuckerberg like, is still winning that cage match. Absolutely. But 100% it's like winning that cage match. Yes. You can't start it without someone wanting to finish it. 
Okay. All right. All right. So that was God's handwriting. We still have um, mm-hmm. uh, What's My Line, mm-hmm. Surfing is Illegal, Brain Control, Not in the Fine Print, and Party Unity. Surfing is Illegal. And so there's a new trend, apparently. A new trend. And, and it's a scary new trend. It's car surfing. Not oh, on come your on TikTok. Not on your car. So you're gonna get shot. So people are jumping on other people's hoods of their cars mm-hmm. and surfing in parking lots while these people are trying to figure out what are you doing on the hood That's of my car? An immediate or, acceleration or deceleration or shoot. Or the roof of the car. Mm-hmm. I think it's shoot, then accelerate and decelerate over the body. But I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure I have the order right. I could yeah. be wrong. But yes, <laughs> if somebody were to jump on the first of all, the truck's going to be a little harder to do that with. Yeah. But if somebody were to do that, yeah, they're not going to like the response or the outcome. Yeah. But apparently it's becoming a thing. And, Idiots. Uh, yeah. It's also become a thing to like hurl stuff at musicians in the middle of concerts. Numerous yes. musicians are getting hit in the head. Harry Styles just got Harry hit. Styles just got hit in the head. I don't yeah. know that it's going to improve the situation any. I have a comment, though. This is a little different than the thing. First of all, I think it's wrong to throw things at performers or anybody else. You shouldn't be doing that, right? But seriously, you're in a crowd Mm -hmm. and you're throwing something at a a musician who's usually kind of walking or or Mm -hmm. doing their thing or dancing or whatever that happens to be. That They're They're blinded by the lights. They can't see it coming for them. Well, they can't, right? But what an arm. (laughs) I mean, like five people have been hit. If you and I go stand in the front row, so baseball recruiters, no, and and, <laughs> and and they're like, give us something, say hit that guy mm-hmm. with a water balloon or whatever. The logistics, the of logistics the of it. More people are yeah. going to miss than they're going to hit. Well, it's a Harry Styles concert, so that girl's got a great arm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it, it it just absolutely is amazing mm-hmm. to me that they they get hit. Because yeah. it, you're throwing it a long way. You're in a crowd. It's not like you get to wind up. Mm-hmm. And they're throwing like bracelets and flowers. Now, the phone is something that, yeah, that's going to travel yeah. at a pretty good velocity. And it's heavy mm-hmm. and it's easier to throw. But does this mean that like other stuff is being thrown and it's just not hitting the actor and no one knows? Or the musician? Possibly, yeah. So I'm just kind of wondering. I mean, I don't think that uh, people throwing things at musicians are hitting them every single time. So how much other stuff is being thrown at them mm-hmm. that isn't hitting them? Yeah. So that I just was one. Well, again, so it's me wondering. Harry loud. Styles gets hit with it. <laughs> pink had a near miss. I think it missed pink. And then she cursed out her audience because it's pink between the two. Yeah. I would less be willing to uh, anger pink than Harry Styles. I don't want Pink I mad at me. I think Harry Styles would probably cry and curse me out. Yeah. I think Pink might throw a punch. <laughs> I agree. And then Pink's going to write a better song about it later. Absolutely. Punched out that, you know what. And then she's going to perform it on wires. Yeah. She likes to do the wire thing. Adele apparently told her fans, if you throw anything at me, it's over for you. Yeah. Look, I just think that's That's crazy. what musicians should do. If they're getting something that uh-huh. is dangerous thrown at them, I know Bobby's mentioning panties and hotel keys. That's a classic. I Those aren't know. taking out anybody's eye. But a cell phone, bottled water, these Stanley cups, mm-hmm. these like metal tumbler things, yeah. those are the things that are being hurled at these people. And the concert right there. Like, yeah. walk out. Either that or be like, until that guy fesses up and gets kicked out, I'm not coming back on stage. So I have a question for Bobby. How many times when you threw your panties on the stage did the band call? It's just a question. I mean. 
I wouldn't ask that question because it's rude. I just wanted if Bobby had an answer. I do blame TikTok, like Barbara Jean says. I think TikTok's the reason people are throwing this garbage at people. Yes. It's the reason they think that it's cool to jump on top of cars. We talked about the one guy that was harassing people in the UK, walking stealing into their people's dogs. houses. Yeah, walking in their, their houses, sitting yeah. on the, all that kind of stuff. I think that, that gets you killed down here in the States. I don't think it's a bad thing if TikTok were to implode and to go away. I, I think that society would be better for it probably all social media but yeah. we're on facebook so don't delete that yet so let's just wander into um uh, brain control right because it, it's right. the next subject and tiktok okay. directly relates to the story so there's a report out today um that warns that china's working on a new brain control weapon okay uh and, and that these weapons are going to disorient uh their enemies and and have them do things that they, the chinese don't want them to do okay i'm like this story is so far behind the times. Yeah. New report warns of brain control weapons being developed by communist China. Well, first of all, they released two. One is TikTok, the aforementioned, which we have talked mm -hmm. about for the last few minutes here, of all of these crazy, stupid things that people are doing mm -hmm. because it's a TikTok challenge. Right? Yeah. TikTok in the United States is, is here to exploit Americans and gather data. Mm -hmm. TikTok in China is there to educate, um, propagandize. Yeah. We'll say it a but they way. also educate. They educate. They do like science videos and and all things. But they're also getting all the information on their Chinese yeah. people too. So anyway, I mean, it, it's so yeah. TikTok's a, not good. It's a data mining front. It's a data mining front. And That's all it is with videos embedded that people yeah. go. I want to watch something stupid. I'll, I mean, and I I try to stay as far away from TikTok as I can. I don't sign up for the app. I don't want to watch anything on TikTok. Mm -hmm. If it shows, I'm like, no, I'm out. Yeah, no TikTok. Okay, so that was one was TikTok. Mm -hmm. The other, arguably, mm -hmm. right, the virus, the Wuhan virus, mm -hmm. um, more than likely came from Wuhan mm -hmm. and became, in my mind, an incredible mind trick that got played on the United States, mm -hmm. right? It, and yes, COVID was bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it be almost became a mental disorder for people trying to deal with the possibility of getting COVID and not getting COVID and what restrictions do I have to have and how should I treat other people who aren't acting the way I want to act? Mm -hmm. That was in a complete. There's a percentage of the mental control. Yeah. There's a percentage of the population who will never go back to pre COVID behaviors. Yeah. There are some people that will not go back to movie theaters. Will no, will not go back to crowded spaces like even a Broadway show or. I kind of broke that events. up on Saturday. Yeah, the baseball game. I was so out. Yeah, I was all. I had people all around me, mm -hmm. and I was fine. I was okay. And you probably know one or two people that were judging you harshly for being in a crowd like that. I probably. I don't care. Yeah, it's my choice. I think they've gotten more quiet, but I think there are still people that My choice. Uh, don't believe that you should be in crowd. Well, and there are a few people that were there that wear masks. Very mm -hmm. few. I didn't want to say a couple. Yeah. I don't judge me. Wear whatever you want to do. That's yeah. what's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So that's the brain control story. All right. right? So someone thought um, the brain control is the First Amendment and would get them to the stripper story. But no. It did mm -hmm. not. Sorry. No. All right. So we've got. What's what's my surfing is illegal. What's my line? What's my not line? in the fine print and party unity. <laughs> Let's go party unity. <laughs> All right. Okay. So <laughs> Michigan, uh, the Republicans are in a bunch in a lot of trouble. They lost both houses in the latest election. Yeah. Uh, in the state house and the state senate. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer, who was one of the best lockdown artists of the COVID policy, was reelected, mm-hmm. right? And the GOP had several people thrown off the ballot mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't register correctly. According to so, her, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, according <laughs> to all of that, right? Yeah. So the GOP had a meeting. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was a closed door meeting. Oh, no. Yes. In the Dohort Hotel in Clare, Michigan. Someone showed up late. They broke into the meeting. It was a GOP guy. It got a huge fight. One guy apparently got kicked in the nether regions. (gasps) Did I mention baseball? Yes. Apparently he wasn't wearing a cup. But there was a fight. And I'm reading this thing. This this is the GOP who lost. Mm-hmm. Now I know why. <laughs> if this is how you guys act when you're trying to win, mm-hmm. and this is how you conducted yourself before the election, during the election, now after the election, there's no hope for Michigan. Yeah. If you can't figure out that it's in your best interest to get together, get along, work, recruit people, make sure people show up to vote, then Michigan is lost for some time. Yeah. I mean... I don't think you're wrong. If you can't get along at a GOP meeting and it turns into a fight. The headline's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he kicked me in the balls. GOP meeting turns violent, ends in hospital visit. That was a heck of a kick. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think it was like a soccer fake either. He probably really got it. He must have. But anyway. I mean, probably wearing uh, dress shoes and business yes. suits. So. You, you just have to. You, you just got to think about it. And yes, Bobby, mind control has been around a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an example, uh, cigarettes were in every single movie all the time, everywhere. Yeah. And everyone smoked because they Absolutely. saw all this stuff in, in the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same with kids' cartoons, like mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons, always being sponsored by sugary cereals when I was growing up. And I think Clark Gable took his shirt off in a movie mm-hmm. and didn't have a T-shirt on, and it tanked T-shirt sales oh, for the next yeah. year. People like, ah, Clark Gable's not wearing a t-shirt under their shirt. I'm not wearing a t-shirt under well, my shirt. I mean, if you want to know how wild the influence of celebrity is mm-hmm. on the average person. Yes. Um, so we went to a pharmacological museum in New Orleans, which sounds like crazy nerdy, but it was actually really fantastic. And for so, a nerd, a nerd would say. You know the <laughs> blue butterflies? Yes. They would collect blue butterfly wings and they would grind them up and add the blue pigment to face powder because so many actors and actresses had um, venereal diseases Mm -hmm. that decreased blood circulation to their faces, to their skin in general. And so their face had kind of a bluish hue. Okay. And so the average person wanted to emulate being a syphilitic person like they're like the most famous actors and so they would grind up blue butterfly wings and add it to makeup so that you would have a blue cast to your skin yeah that's insane no thanks and that's before social media and that's before the internet that's before there were even really big movies suddenly i hear tiktok coming up with a whole new blue butterflies are going to become extinct Okay. So I, I found that out because there was a jar of blue butterfly wings and I was like, so is that just <laughs> is that just like decoration to make it look like a witch's cabinet? <sighs> and no, legit, that was part of cosmetics was to Terrible. mimic the blue pallor of being a syphilitic person. 
rather just be ugly and healthy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take ugly and healthy for the win. They would also um, they would also coat the pills that they would get from the pharmacist. Rich people would yep. in gold. Because you would frequently take your medications at the, you would take it with food. Uh And so other people would see you take it at dinner parties. And so having it coated in gold would make it, make it obvious that you were wealthy. But what it did was it sealed in all of the contents. So your body couldn't get to it and you just poop out gold pills, which at that time, pharmacological technology was pretty severe pretty bad so it actually saved them from the contents of the pills i, I, I might have saved their lives <laughs> yes they did lives. kill the poor butterflies um yeah i think they were raising the butterflies to harvest the wings <sighs> so yeah there was an entire jar of dead butterflies just poor for makeup i think cosme- cosmetic poor science has come a long way and that's the least of our worries as far as who and what died in the making of cosmetics all right, so there's only two left. Only two left. So our listeners have a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. of finding the story that they have been looking for. Yeah. So it's what's my line, not in the fine print. So anybody out there want to give a guess yeah. as to which one is the story that you're so looking for? What's my line or not in the fine They're print? They're both text-centered titles. Nah, kind of, sort of they what's are. What's my line in yep. the fine print? That's- yeah. If you look at right. it that way, if you do, mm-hmm. see, there's like double entendre meanings to all yeah. of these things. A line could be cocaine. It might be. Mm. It might be. Well, what's my line for the next part of the movie or the story, actor yeah. story or any of that stuff, too? We could so. be talking about dimension. All right, I Bobby. Mean, Bobby is going to guess. Not in the fine print. Not in the fine all print. Right. Bobby, you have successfully won today. <laughs> We'll talk about Bobby cocaine in the White House tomorrow out. or later. Yes. Sniff out a stripper story. All, All right. right. So this one's not really a stripper story, but it's awful close to a stripper story. And it, and it begs the question, is a side job. A side hustle? A side hustle. <laughs> thank you. That's what that's called. Yeah. Is a side hustle okay? Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, maybe it depends. So you guys need to weigh in on this and say, I've yeah, got like, like three this. side hustles. So if yeah. it's not okay, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, let's talk about what this side hustle was. So a right. Canadian special needs teacher. Okay. Decided that she needed some extra money. Okay. So she started an OnlyFans page. All right. To clarify. Mm-hmm. Is the teacher special needs or is it a teacher for special needs students? It is a teacher for special needs students. So she's not special needs. She's helping children that have special needs that are in school. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, From the over the top acceptance Toronto that allowed a, we can't do that one. Um, So this teacher started in OnlyFans. Yep. Former Terry Fox, secondary school education assistant in Port Quathotom, east of Vancouver. So east of Vancouver. All right. Yep. Um, I was advised to deactivate all. So I guess her name was Terry Fox, but she changed it. She went to a different name. Okay. She went to Ava James. Terry Ava Fox. Such a stripper. I really name. thought that Terry Fox was going to be the OnlyFans name. <laughs> I did too. I was like, wait a minute. I was advised. She to- went to Ava. Ava James. I don't know where that came from. Uh, all Ava James media platforms immediately, including Instagram, TikTok, and OnlyFans, or possibly be terminated. She why did would, not comply. Why would Canada care? 
I don't know. And I have got like actual porn on billboards in city squares and parts of Canada. I I didn't, I'm not judging her and I didn't look her up online, (laughs) but I do know somebody who occasionally sits on the show that absolutely would have. And I will leave the story on his desk for the morning. So some (laughs) of you morning show people may get this story tomorrow. Sort of According to the interview she did, um, she said that um, she'd been working there since 2015, earning about $1,000 biweekly after she deductions. She has more than one name. Yes. Miss Ava James. Mm-hmm. And her handle is what? Ava James 88. With a whole lot, at Ava James, with a lot of spaces and other stuff in there. No, after the hyphen. The dummy mommy? <laughs> yeah. You can explain that later. <laughs> However, um, a three-day investigation, mm-hmm. seemingly prompted by a student complaint about, I'm sorry, this did not come from a student. Mm-hmm. I know students. I were one at one time. <laughs> I know students. You're assuming a male student. I know students. A female student might report her. All the male students are going to be mad at the female student if she reports okay. the teacher. I'm just telling you. Ava James only wears bikinis in her TikToks and her refusal to comply. People wear bikinis on TikTok? I didn't know that. (laughs) And her refusal to comply with the quest to cease salacious activity led to her being terminated on June 16th after the initial warning on April the 28th. Mm -hmm. She says she's not hurting anybody. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Wait a, a minute, handle, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. With a handle like Dami Mommy. Yes. And her sentence underneath it is Dami Mommy is looking for her special obedient cub. She's hurting people for money. She's a dominatrix. We don't know that. We've not visited the site. That I is, will let you visit the site and come back and tell us tomorrow what's going on. I, I don't want not. Louis in the room when you look at the site either. I don't want him contaminated no, by the story. I will not do that. No. Um, the union does not believe that Kristen's off-duty conduct violated any company policies or collective agreement provisions. If they have a morality clause, then... It's not in the fine print. It doesn't say you can't do OnlyFans in the contract. If it's in the morality clause, it doesn't matter. Furthermore, I think she's going to sue the school district. Go for it. Oh, this is great. She's looking for an obedient cub. Maybe the school district is her obedient cub. This is brilliant on her part and her lawyer's part. You see, all the content on OnlyFans Mm -hmm. is only for the OnlyFans. You're not allowed to copy it. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to distribute it. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to share it. Mm -hmm. So somebody signed up and did all of those things to share it to the school staff and the investigators, thereby violating the OnlyFans conduct policy. So if they find out who did that, OnlyFans can go after the school district. And she says the only way they could have gotten into her account if they were school employees was by using school money to sign up for OnlyFans, which should not be done with school funds. What a conundrum in Canada. She's a smart little dummy mommy, but I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's not just her chest that's large. Yeah. She also has very big brain. The former education assistant did not suggest that she would be seeking any legal recourse for her termination and merely expressed her hope after two years of college to earn her degree that she is still paying off Mm -hmm. one click at a time. She would like to return to her regular career. At this point, I'd like to be able to go back to working for the school district. Why? 
I don't know. Do you know how much free publicity she just got out of this? Yeah. Just from the show alone. I wasn't even going to read she, all the name stuff. Is she admitting that this isn't a legitimate way for her to make money? Is I she think she just says that her other job was actually paying her bills and she doesn't right. need this. So kind I want of the story. listeners to, to comment. Would you fire her or keep her employed? I just want to know fire or keep her employed. That's all I want to know. You guys. Yep. For not obeying the order. Bobby says. Maybe she wasn't good at taking orders, but giving them according to Amanda. Well, she describes herself as dummy mommy. I don't know. Good gracious. The stories that you can find out there. That's wild. I know. Who knew? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want her teaching my kids, but I also homeschool. So there's a lot of people I wouldn't want teaching my kids. There are a lot of dads out there that are looking at that picture going, she could teach my kids. Mm-hmm. I would be more than happy to go to that parent-teacher conference. I will parent-teacher <laughs> conference. No need to go, Amanda. I've got this. I'm going to go to this parent-teacher conference. You don't need it. In fact, I'm going to do the conferences all year long. Mm-hmm. You just go ahead and just... Go to the movies, have dinner with your friends. I've got this. the father's yes. involvement in their kids' education. It's about time we got dads involved in education again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just the thought that the, the way this world is going, the school district is going to have to hire her back and pay her back pay and pay her interest and the attorney's fees. I'm just telling you, if that doesn't happen, I will be shocked. Well, she is saying she's looking for a special obedient cub. If she's in Canada. She could absolutely identify as a bear, and then it's discrimination to to fire her. Yes. It's Canada. What is it with Canadian teachers? You had the shop teacher that dressed up and had the giant gazumbas. There's so people are saying that that was all that was actually like a troll. I fully believe that it was. Serious, I think it was. And that he's reverted back and he's not doing any of that anymore. Yeah, I so, 100% believe that it was. I don't know. Was it a troll? Was it not a troll? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I some, I hope somebody is doing something along those lines, maybe not quite that bad, to to show that these policies are not, they're not practical in day-to-day life yeah but i don't know that that's the way that was if that was an incidental or if it was an intentional i don't know i i don't know i just thought it was very interesting Mm -hmm. and i could see a lot of of dads going to the meeting and being going to the next school board Mm -hmm. meeting and complaining that the the school board my favorite teacher is gone (laughs) my child's favorite teacher is gone yeah they're gonna say the child of course i know how dads work I got a little insight into how dads are. All right. We got right. about 12 minutes. We got five questions. Okay. All right. We, we got to get through five questions. Right. We'll do what's my line tomorrow because mm-hmm. we may have more updates on whose line it really was. Mm, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Why was that line left there? Mm. Okay. I heard it was a block. I don't know about that. There was a lot of great jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, I'll show you one afterwards. All yes. Right. Louis watching. Louis wants to know when the parent teacher conference is. <laughs> Again, we homeschool. So parent teacher conference in our houses every night. 
I'll leave that alone. Okay. I definitely call him the principal of our homeschool. Mm -hmm. Worst computer mistake you've ever made. Worst computer Worst mistake. computer. And I have to think about this because I don't, I'm trying to figure out what's the worst one I've ever, I mean, I've had tons of spelling errors, but I don't consider that a computer mistake. I had a very large research paper that I was working on mm -hmm. that I didn't have autosave on. And we had a power surge in the building and I lost the paper. And I, I was in the conclusion of the paper, so I had to rewrite it mm -hmm. from the beginning. Reminds me of the joke about the devil and Jesus were doing their homework. Uh-huh. And the and the devil was almost done and there was a power surge. Mm -hmm. And he lost all of his homework. Mm -hmm. And he went to God and he and he said, Well, Jesus saves. Yeah. So he didn't lose so, anything. Yeah. So it just was just the Jesus saves joke. Jesus saves Jesus joke. Saves. You, you almost landed honestly. it. I know. Jesus saves. You fumbled right there. I probably <laughs> did. I'm, not, I'm never going to make it as a comedian. Yeah. Um, I might make it as a podcast guy one day. Well, the um, devil was on my shoulder and I did not save that day. <laughs> and I cried and I prayed because I had hours to get it in at that point. I don't, I don't know that I've ever, I did have somebody one time um, uh, that was working for me. Mm -hmm. And I asked them to do something in Word. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, I told you when you hired me, I was proficient in Word and Excel. But what I meant was I'm much better at Excel than I am at Word. Oh. And I went, you don't even know the size of the whopper of a lie you just told right there. <laughs> you, have that, you just told me I need to put the application back out yeah. because... There's no, I mean, Word is a piece of cake compared to yeah. Excel. I thought, man, yeah. that, that's just something that you don't even know what you just said. All right, so I don't know that I have a worst one. Uh, I made a few, but probably not that. You've never done the reply all and said something inappropriate? Oh, uh, no. No, yeah. I have done the reply all and I have said something inappropriate, but not on purpose. Not on accident. <laughs> not on, on accident. Not on accident on purpose, okay. yeah. All okay, right. so best boat in a TV show or a movie. So boat? we yeah we've done airline I mean we've done planes we've done spaceships uh -huh. we've done cars we've never done the boat and I don't think the love boat counts okay I'm just for me it, it's like one of the most you're like oh there's the love boat mm -hmm. but I just I don't see that as like oh that's the one I want to yeah so I'm trying to maybe it's the raft in in Tom Hanks okay um, in Joe versus the volcano no the one where he got shipwrecked. Castaway. Castaway. Turns out Tom Hanks floats around the ocean in a lot of rafts. He does float around. There's Captain Phillips also. Yes. Which yes. Clay called me out on Sunday and asked me why I remember every single movie yes. that's ever existed. I, mm -hmm. I I don't have an answer for it. I it's misspent brain power. Joe versus the Volcano was horribly bad. It was hilarious. It was No, I thought that was one of the worst movies <laughs> I've ever so seen. Funny. I think I fell asleep five times. I thought that was <sighs> terrible. You're so old. I was actually rooting for the Volcano. It spits them back out. I had had enough of the two of them, and I was rooting for the volcano. So you agree with the volcano, and you spit them oh, back out into man. the ocean. That's one of the worst. Yeah, that was a mm. bad Tom Hanks movie. And okay. The, yeah. Best boat, I would say, is a catamaran and Waterworld. It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's a very cool catamaran. That actually was for a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It did have a pretty cool boat. It's a good movie. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yes, the SS Minnow came in the definitely... The Lotus and Goldmont. Yeah, I got. Yes, Bobby may have that one. Yeah, the other one is the um, the Cardassab. in the Marvel movies. Mm 
mm-hmm. where the aircraft carrier becomes the helicarrier. Yeah. That was always one of my favorites in the, the comic takes books. Off. Yeah, the ship takes off. And that was always one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So I'm going with the helicarrier. Bobby can have the, the Lotus and the Golden. Okay. Bobby just watched, loves that movie because... Uh, of the girl. Barbara Bobby. The assassin. <laughs> she was a great... <laughs> That's a great movie. That was one of the best James Bond movies ever. Thunder in Paradise. It was one of the best James Bond movies ever. It says Thunder in Paradise. What is Thunder in Paradise? I don't know. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to elaborate, honey. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what college football game are you most looking forward to in the coming year? We've got like 50 days until college football kicks off. Again. Our family has started planning a potential, maybe going to happen trip of going to see a Clemson game in South Carolina this year. Okay. We're, I'm excited. We're, are you hosting Florida state this year? I don't know. I think the Clemson Florida state game is in Tallahassee. I think I have, the, I think it's in Tallahassee. Um, he says Hulk Hogan show from the early nineties. Okay. I'll buy that. Right. It so. was not that. St- what was the one where the guy gets on the boat and then he goes to this magical land and it's, it was on a Saturday morning cartoon and the flute talked to him and they had all these crazy animals and stuff. It's like a, I don't remember what the movie Somebody's going to do uh, So September 23rd is Florida in, State. In Tallahassee. It uh, is. In, your mama said it's in Tallahassee. Okay. Don't argue with your mom. All right. I mean, it looks like home games are bolded and on the Clemson Tiger website, the Florida State game is bolded. Ooh. So... I mean, not to argue with my mom. But you're going to anyway. The schedule that I have on my phone. And this has been the best show. You're arguing with your mom. (laughs) And Louie wants a parent-teacher conference when you get home. (laughs) 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 Looks like I'm going to be busy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, the Florida State LSU game. Okay. But I might miss it. I might be on a plane when that game's going on. Yeah. I might land just in time to catch the end of it. So I'm going to have to tape that. That game. means I'm filling in for you that week then. <laughs> uh, yes. That's a week that you'll be filling in for me. But that game is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you'll be free on Sunday. It will not okay. make you come into work on Sunday. Yes. Right. There's at least three more weeks that you got to fill in. At least three. If you want to be on the Mike Davis show, <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of opportunity coming mm-hmm. up. Yes. All right. Um, uh, favorite remove, favorite movie. You had this one that nobody remembers. So there was a movie I wanted to show my kids because I remembered it being really sweet and funny and, you know, kind of, I don't know, sad at times too. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a great story and it was a lot of fun. And they recently enjoyed Robert Downey Jr., um, seeing Iron Man and some of the Marvel yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, well, I can show you some of his earlier work that I really enjoyed. And turns out nobody knows the movie Heart and Souls. It's not to stream anywhere. I found it on Amazon. And it's a fantastic movie. It's funny. It'll make you cry. Like, it's heartwarming. And it's sweet and silly and... It's a great movie, but no one remembers it. I've talked to a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. I don't know what it about. is. I've got no idea what you're talking about either. I think you're on a, um, uh, you're having a flashback from a drug binge or something. No. So the um, the Robert Downey movie, if you want to see one, when he was younger, mm-hmm. um, back to school, he was. Oh, he was a dirtbag in that one, wasn't he? He was no. He was the best friend. Okay. Of uh, Rodney Dangerfield's son. And he caused all kinds of chaos and trouble. See? He's yes. a dirtbag. He's he, causing he's, trouble. No, it was in a good comical kind of way. 
Mm. It wasn't bad stuff. He just didn't like the in crowd, the click guys. He was, okay. yeah. And if it wasn't for the the bodyguard for uh, Rodney Dangerfield, he would have gotten crushed a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. But he did. It was a good All right. Um, for me, uh, <laughs> this is an oldie. So your mom might remember this and some other people. It's a mad, mad, mad world. I've heard of that movie. It I is seen it. hilarious. If you're my generation and you get all the people that are in it and how funny they are, it has a huge, huge cast. Mm -hmm. And the premise is they find, um, they're told where a treasure is buried. Yeah. And it becomes hilarious, hilarious watching them try to get there first. All right. And how they're not supposed to tell anybody else. But how it goes from a group of like 10 people to a group of like 40 people that show up to get the treasure. All right. And then what happens with them afterwards. So, yes, it's a mad, mad, mad world. I cannot yeah. stop watching it. Yeah. There's one scene that's great. <laughs> I'll tell you about it later. Sebastian. The Cannonball Run's pretty good, too, Bobby's Tim. seen that one. Yeah. All I've right. heard of it's a mad, 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 mad world, but I think it was too inappropriate uh, for me to be allowed to watch it. it There's some very inappropriate things. Okay. Yeah. There are songs that usually last about three to four minutes. Mm -hmm. Then there are really long songs. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 11 minutes. Meatloaf has several of them. Uh-huh. All right. So what is your favorite song that is over five or six minutes long? Um, it's funny you mentioned Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my kids were, my daughter specifically, my oldest daughter was driving me crazy with Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Like I've, on. I've been on. through that phase, yeah. but she and her best friend were just like wanting to play it all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I can't believe you don't know this song and i put on meatloaf's i will do anything for love yes i love that song and the first time they listened to it they were just like what is now they love it and they know all the words so yeah. i'm gonna say that one because it like weirdly became popular in my house no i think that was good i think uh, paradise by the dashboard light mm -hmm. um yeah it used to be an instructional video in school <laughs> okay <laughs> no i'm just not in Catholic school, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, but I think that that's a good one. Um, the day the music died, mm -hmm. um, a great Don American McLean, Pie. American Pie, yeah. yeah, that was another great one. There's some really good songs that go on and on and on. I was sitting around a campfire at a campout in college, mm -hmm. and there was a guy that had a guitar. Um, part of the, it was like a student, yep. I don't know, ministry, camp out, whatever. And so somebody requested American Pie. And he's like, no, I won't play it. You have no idea how much dead air there is, yeah. how many lyrics there are. You uh -huh. have no idea how much you don't know of that song. I will play you just the chorus. We'll sing the chorus and then we're moving on. There's some great songs getting yeah. popped up on here. And it got a DeVita is so fun. Yeah. You guys are, you guys have done great today. Yeah. You've done great. All right. That is the end of our show. Uh -huh. We look forward to you guys. We're here all week this week. Provided so the, the internet, internet is works <laughs> and the monitor and everything's plugged in and we're good to go. All right. This is the Mike Davis show with Amanda. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye.